we all want to be happier. But how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I am so glad you're here, and I have a very, 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 I have to emphasize on how many varies special guests that you are because you changed my life. And I know that that's like such a big statement, but you really did. Uh, I'm so excited because I have my very own online business coach joining me today. And I'm kind of geeking out about it because I definitely 100% would not have this podcast or a business if it wasn't for you and your genius. So I'm just so grateful. And I brought you on the show just to, to gush and love on you. So um, here, here we are. But uh, Stephanie Joanne, like I, I found you through the algorithm, um, you know, the, the ads, everything that you have taught me about online business. It works. You were speaking directly to my heart. I had kept seeing your stuff pop up and I was like so curious and I was reading articles and all this stuff. And I remember the day that I decided to do it. I was shaking. I was terrified. I joined your inner circle. I've never spent that much money on myself ever. I also didn't have the, the money to do it. I was getting married um, in November and I, I joined the program in September, but I just knew I was like, this chick knows what's up. Like you just had this way about you. I had never used any of your other products. I just like energetically, I was like, yes, she's all business. And I need that. Like, I don't need people to be like, Oh, you're doing a nice job. Like I really love your approach because it's no fluff and you really get straight to the point and you provide a beautiful bl blueprint to helping people launch their online business. Like what you say is exactly what you do. So welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Thanks so much, buddy. What a welcome. I know. I brought you on to just to pump you up. That's what I like. I can do. I can do this for an hour for sure. <laughs> it's like I clear my schedule. Let's um yes. for an hour. Uh, but welcome to the show. I just want to give you a chance to introduce yourself for anyone that doesn't know who you are. Awesome. So my name is Steph Joanne. I, I'm an online brand and business coach. So what that means is um, I work with people who are looking at all of this online stuff and thinking, maybe I can do something like this. How do I put my information, my knowledge, my expertise online um, and leverage this crazy world of the internet and make money? So um, it's, it's, a, it's a daunting task for a lot of people and it's, it always feels really, really complicated complicated. So I love simplifying, you know, the mystery of it all and, and creating systems for people um, to implement and get up and running online. Mm. So how, I mean, you were probably, I mean, I don't, I wasn't on the online world for that, for that long, but when did you get into it? Like, how did you decide? Cause right now it's a good time to have an online business. So how did you 100%. like decide that you wanted to do that? Yeah. So my former life, I was a fitness and health coach. So that was my first career as a personal trainer, um, you know, training clients offline in the gym, in the studios. Um, and then I, 
this was like, I remember the day that Twitter launched. I remember the day that Facebook launched, like, like that seems so far, you know, so, so far removed from what we're doing now, but I kind of grew up with the internet and I, and I grew up with these things launching. Um, so slowly you would hear of people doing things online. And the concept to me was just like, it was insane. And the idea of, not working for the hour and being able to package what I was doing because I'm looking at this and I'm saying, yes, I'm customizing this for all of my clients, but a lot of it is the same program. And I would email it to them in like an Excel spreadsheet. So I was like, well, people are, are paying for this. Like what if people, what if I could just sell more of these online and, um, and help people, you know, all over the world and looking at what the different, you know, income opportunities were at the time. So I started as a trainer, wanted to, you know, leverage my time. Um, then I started creating some online programs and then online marketing, you know, I just became a nerd. I just became a big nerd. And then when things start to work, it's, it becomes addicting. Um, yeah. So I've been doing this online thing, I would say for about seven years now. Wow. Hmm. And it started with fitness and now it's evolved into being a brand and business coach. Yeah. Was, were you doing branding coaching first and then it evolved into business? Well, yeah. So when I, as a fitness, like as a fitness expert, as a health coach, um, I had done my, done a lot of my own PR and I, you know, put out a fitness DVD and I got on the covers of magazines and I, you know, had a bunch of media appearances and did all that stuff. So I, of course I didn't know how to teach online marketing or business. I was a, um, I was a, a personal trainer that had, you know, all this exposure and whatnot. So I, I, of course, you can know, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate that you should only teach what it is that you absolutely know and that you've done. So my first, um, my first, like my content in the business or branding side of things was more like how to get media exposure as a fitness coach, or it was more like branding and PR and helping other fitness coaches create a, a more powerful brand for themselves, get sponsorships and all the things that I had done. And then through teaching that is where, how I built my business. And then once I had figured out all the online marketing stuff, then it, then I started to transition into teaching online marketing as well. Cool. Awesome. So yeah, you've been doing this for quite some time and that means you've been working from home for quite some mm -hmm. time. And I really, I wanted to have you on the show because I, I specifically remember one of your trainings when you went through how you organize your calendar and how, like how you batch work days and how you break down your days. And it was so inspiring. I'm still not at that level. And I'm, I'm you know, slowly chipping away because it is, it's a learning process. I've only been working yeah. from home for a year and I'm still struggling with it. It takes, yeah. it takes time. It's definitely mm -hmm. figuring out what works best for you. So I really wanted to dive into how to work from home and really for people that are brand new to working from home, like some of the best practices in the systems. Uh, the first question I have for you is what do the first 30 minutes of a typical day look like for you? Yeah. So, I mean, this is where, you know, everyone is going to tell you different things. I'm not the typical work from home entrepreneur. And, and, you know, before anything else, like I, I really encourage people to come up with your own systems. Like I can tell you exactly what I do in my day and how I make it work, but you got to try things on that, that work for you. So if you're, if you're, you, you're used to going to work and now you're home and I say, I get up at 5 AM and, and, and do this morning routine and it's not working for you. Don't do it. Right. It's just, it really is important to figure out your own, your own flow because I was stuck, um, in trying to study other people's routines and, and other people's processes and systems. And I always felt like I was failing. 
Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's really important. It's just to take little pieces of information. Of course, there's going to be some common denominators that everyone who's successful working at home um, applies, but that's really the first thing. So to answer your question, no, I love, um, I'm so glad that you brought that up because it's true. Like there are little pieces, but it has to feel good and work for you or else you're going to feel like you're, you're failing at it and you're not going to do it at all. Yeah. And, and in the entrepreneurial work from home scene, there's, you know, there's a big part of the culture is wake up early, right? Like wake up before the world wakes up and have that 5am club. And I tried for so long. I tried so hard. I bought the books. I like got the accountability buddies and like, because I get it, you're, you're creative, the world is quiet, you know, and, and you get a lot done. And the few times I've managed to make it happen, I've gotten a lot done, but I stay up late. So then I'm not sleeping. And then it just, and then one day I was just like, you know what? I decided that I was going to work from home so that I don't have to wake up to an alarm. So why am I like forcing this so much? Right. So, so my first 30 minutes, you know, I, I wake up when my body wakes up. Um, sometimes it depends on, you know, the night before, but sometimes it's six thirty, seven, seven thirty, somewhere around there. Um, and the first thing that I want to do is, is get clarity on what has to happen that day before social, before looking at Slack for my team, before anything else. Um, I have a, you know, I have a tendency to, to lean towards the anxious side. So if I jump right into social or my emails, or if I look at my, you know, especially my notifications, because all of my work is, is on social media, um, I find myself quite anxious and then I'll just start doing Mm. And then I could, you know, three hours can go by and I've just been doing yet. I don't really know what my goal is for the day. I've just been in this like hot, you know, just react, go, go, go mode. Yeah. And I don't, and it doesn't feel good. So, um, I really have to be intentional with that first 30 minutes to figure out like, what would be a win for today? And I write that out. I'm like, today would be a win if, Mm. and then like, what, what are the things that I want to accomplish today? Um, or when rather. Um, yeah, so that's really the first thing is, is getting clarity. And I do that the night before for the, for the next day. Um, but just really revisiting that and saying, okay, what has to happen to win today? Awesome. So using, you know, working from home and I think a lot of times right now, what I'm hearing is people are struggling with, um, kind of just being all in one space and not knowing when to turn off your brain. And again, like you mentioned, like if you start right away, you go into reaction mode and it's all about just like being ahead of your day and proactive. So what have you, what kind of things do you have in place that help separate your day if you're at home all day, every day? Yeah. I've had to, I've had to train myself to be crazy with my schedule and Mm -hmm. I would have never believed, you know, prior to this whole work from home world that I would have been someone to follow a schedule like this, but it's, it's, it's helped me in so many ways, create space and, and make my business work because you can definitely, everything can blend together. Right. So if you don't have the hard stop, so I treat, I treat myself like I'm the highest paid employee in my company. And I did this even when it was just me. So if I got a job and I was had an important role or any role for that matter and work starts, at 9am then, and and you're done at this time, or, you know, you can only take this much of a break. I I have the same accountability with myself and it's, it's almost become so weird that I'm like rushing to get ready or like, I don't have time to brush my hair. Gotta go, gotta be at my desk at this time. Um, and I've just, it's just something that I've really been able to hold myself accountable to. Um, and it, it creates the hard start and stop, which is something that a lot of people working from home are missing. Um, when you don't have that, 
time in your schedule that you're starting, the time in your schedule that you're done, and the time that you're breaking, um, it just all blends into one and, and productivity goes way, way down. Mm-hmm. Every time I just kind of leave it as like an open-ended, my, my productivity goes to, goes to crap. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I time block. Mm-hmm. Will, you, will you kind of explain, dive into what time blocking is? Yeah. So putting aside, you know, taking a look at all the things that you have to do and putting aside specific times in your schedule in terms of when you're going to do them. And it's good to, um, for anyone who's listening right now, who is not doing this, there's many ways in which you can time block, but it's good to, you know, spend the first bit, you know, the first time block should be figuring out what your time blocking is. Right. So for me, what I found really helpful is separating all of my to do's into two categories. So either they're tasks, or their projects. Those to me are two different things. So um, tasks are things that are day-to-day things that that are required to keep the business alive. So even if you're, you know, you're working for a company, there are still tasks. You have to respond to emails, you have to have team meetings, you have to update spreadsheets. What are the tasks that you have to do all the time just to keep the business alive? Those are tasks for me. Those are ongoing things. Projects are, um, you know, our, our project, projects are projects. Those are things that um, are not ongoing. These are things that you're currently working on, right? So maybe you are launching a podcast. Maybe you are um, launching a website. Maybe you are recreating SOPs for your whatever. These are things that are um, not ongoing every day, every week, every month, but these are projects that are your focus areas right now. So for me, tasks don't take creative energy. They're, those are to-dos, whereas projects do. So for me, I've noticed it's difficult to, like we're recording this podcast now. I, there's no way I could, I could be working on a project and then re- jump on this podcast and then right after get back into a project. My, I, cannot, um, I can't separate like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas I was able to respond to a whole bunch of emails and talk to my team doing this podcast now and then after I have a couple calls, those are tasks for me. So I separate my days so I don't only time block my time within my day, I separate the actual days. So Tuesdays and Thursdays for me are my project days where there's no way to book a call with me. There's no responding to my emails. Um, it's really difficult to get in touch with me on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, my team will let me know if there's something urgent, but I need those days to work on projects um, because that's where my creativity really is. And it's hard to really get into something when you're constantly jumping between, um, between to do. So and then within that time too, I have to separate like my workouts and my any, anything personal that has to um, go in there for me to feel productive. So um, yeah, ev- everything that has to happen in that day, I schedule in social time because if I feel like I've gone a couple of weeks without talking to some friends or um, you know time with family, all of those things are important, right? So so those are all things that should be time blocked in, into your schedule when they feel right. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, a summary of my, my <laughs> tasks and projects. I love that. I think like having theme days is brilliant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about someone that maybe does, isn't their own boss right now and they're just now transitioning from an office to working from home um, and they're managing all these other tasks and working out, like what would you suggest for them to use their calendar and time block? I think if, if you can stay in routine the same way you do when you go to work and hold yourself that accountable, then that would be, that would be the best system, right? So for me, if I 
know that work usually starts at eight o'clock and then I work out on my lunch or I work out before, I would want to keep that same routine. Otherwise, it's going to feel like you're working until nine o'clock because there's going to be all these to-dos that just drag on, right? So I would, you know, sit myself at my desk as if I'm sitting at my desk at work um, and be as accountable to my deadlines and my time and the time that I want to be done to leave the office the same way. So yeah, I definitely, I'm sitting here in my office now. I know what time I want to leave the office. And I know that sounds weird because that is my house, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to constantly feel like you're like you're working. So it, it definitely is good to, to stay in some sort of routine. Mm-hmm. So what about like, how do you keep boundaries with work tasks? Cause if there's, I mean, the, the truth is there's always going to be stuff to do. It's a never ending list of work and email and projects and ideas and everything. So how do you manage that? Like where, where do you like, yeah. where do you start with something like that? Yeah. It's a good question. I mean, this is, I think, a work in progress for, for everyone, but there is always going to be so much that you have to do and that you want to do, right? So it, it, for me, it's all about just being extremely organized with priorities. I cannot take on more than one project at a time. The project that I'm working on, I have intentionally chosen as, as the current project. Um, the tasks have their time in my schedule. So I don't, if I get an email um, on a Tuesday, I don't worry about it. I don't look at it. I deal with it on, on, you know, the next day when I've got time aside to reply to my email. So Mm. it's about, it's incredible what we can accomplish when we're focused on, on one thing, Mm. right? It's incredible. Um, when, when we're thinking about all of the to do's and all the things we want to do and have to do and should do, that's when everything gets really clouded and that's when our productivity goes, you know, goes the other way. So, you know, we can only do one thing at a time and this is typical, um, of what an entrepreneur struggles with myself included is we want to do all of the things and it's not that we can't we can't do or should do all of the things is we just can't do them all at once and when you focus on one thing time and time again it's incredible how quickly you can get something done and, and move on to all the next thing and then the next the next but it's, it's putting them all in your play at the same time it's really counterproductive hmm. i'm so glad that you brought that up i needed that reminder today especially because the book the one thing is Mm -hmm. what I mean I that book changed everything for me when I decided to take the leap and do my business full-time because Mm -hmm. I was reading it it was like yeah you can't if you're giving 10% to all these little things you're not giving 100% anything so I did that I was like great I'm gonna do one thing but then when you're in your business you're like well I got a hundred things to do so I needed that reminder I was viewing it as something you know, with different jobs. So I appreciate that. You have to be okay with, with, um, with letting things be, and and that's hard for a lot of people. It's hard for myself too, but you have to be okay with Mm -hmm. having those, you know, you you keep, we're, we're juggling balls all day long, right? We're throwing them up in the air and sometimes you gotta be okay with, you know, leaving some of them up there, juggling them while you're focusing on something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's hard. But if, if you are, if you spend a little bit of time planning, right before each month, before each quarter, before the week, before the day, if you spend time planning and you're intentional with what has to get done that week, that month, um, that day, then, then you know that you're working on the right thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a game plan and there's no, there's no, you don't have your own strategy in terms of like, what's the goal this month, it, it becomes really difficult because you don't know what you're focusing on. So it, it really makes sense to, to have that planning meeting with yourself. Absolutely. Do you, so walk me through your steps for, let, let's start like with quarterly, monthly, and then weekly. 
Yeah. So quarterly, we'll always take a look at, you know, when I say we, my team and I now, but I was doing this when I was by myself. Um, we'll take a look at, of course, the numbers and we'll take a look at what do we want to do this year, right? So when we take a look at what the goals are for the year, then we break them into the month, down into the month. Um, and then when we have our quarterly planning meeting, how did we do the previous quarter? Where are, are we on track for what we want to do this year? Are we changing anything? Are there things that have come up that are priorities in different areas of the business? Um, and that's going to be different for everybody. Um, we take a look at all kind, every single department, team. Um, do, we just come up with a game plan of what needs to happen based on where we want to go that year. Then we break that down into, okay, which projects are most important? So um, is it hiring someone new? Is it revamping a program? Is it creating a new campaign? Whatever, what's, what are the, all the projects that we want to get done, which are most important? And then when we choose the project that's most important, we'll create a project plan for it within that month. Um, when do we want to launch this by, or when do we want to have this finished by, whatever the goal is. And then we reverse engineer, right? Week by week, how, um, where we want to be on this project plan. And then we'll have a good idea of when that particular project is done. And then we can build out a rough schedule because it always changes mm -hmm. um, a rough schedule for the next project. And then once we have those um, projects in our calendar, we will know what needs to get done each week. And then from there, of course, we know what has to get done each day. So we, we really break it down, you know, from, from the bigger picture all the way down to, you know, to mm -hmm. the, the micro deadlines that we want to have. Um, and for the tasks, we review all of our tasks. What are the daily, weekly, monthly tasks that myself and my team have? Do we need to add anything? Do we need to move anything around? Is someone doing something that they don't want to do and want to move to someone else? Or is there something we can improve? So we update our like daily, weekly, monthly tasks as well. Awesome. And even just <laughs> listening to that breakdown, that can be applied even if you don't own your own business. Like you could apply that yeah. to, to life to life, to, to goal, yeah. like looking at like, mm -hmm. what's, what's the goal that I want? And you should, I mean, I think that everybody should at the end of every quarter review, like, where am I at with my goals? Whether it's yeah. professional, I do it personally personal. as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and then breaking it down. Like I have a call later with a, a coach of mine and we're, we're reviewing my past quarter and it's the same thing. Yeah. You have to, to do that. Cause you a want to know where you're at and then what you have to change and adjust to moving forward. And then it does break down to the micro steps. Like those micro steps are everything. Like, yes, the big goal is nice, but that doesn't even really, really matter at the end of the day if you're not taking action on the little things. Yeah. So that's awesome. Do you have a planning day? Like when you plan out your week, do you spend time planning that out um, prior to Monday? I like to do it on Fridays. Um, I don't, I don't work all of Fridays unless we've got a project going on that I, if I'm falling behind, I'm working Friday and I'm working on the weekend. But if I'm, if I'm up to date with my deadlines, I like to take most of Fridays off. But before I decide that I'm off for the, for the week on Friday, I want to go into the weekend knowing that my next week is set up. Um, I'm, you know, I think like most people, I'm really hard on myself if I feel like I'm unorganized or not productive and, and that can happen if I'm not prepared. So um, the best thing I've, I've, I've learned how to do with all of this is, is figure out what the win would be next week. Right. So is there something that, um, you know, is there something that in the project plan that, um, is going to take me longer than I might want to get ahead of that on the weekend or, you know, just making sure that I'm up to date. So I spend maybe, it doesn't take me long, maybe half an hour on Friday, making sure that 
I know what my goal is for the following week. And then every day I might spend like 15 minutes just, you know, saying, okay, here's what I'm doing tomorrow. Um, and then in the morning, I'll just say, figure out what the win would be for the day. Um, so that's really it on a weekly basis. On a monthly basis, my team and I will meet for, for 90 minutes to go over what the game plan is for the next month. Okay. That's awesome. It's like, and then quarterly, quarterly meeting and yearly meetings are, are days. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Full planning day. So, uh, and I agree. Friday's a great time to do it because I think Fridays are probably as far as productivity goes, one of the least productive afternoons, (laughs) you know, it's like, just want to get to happy hour, just like be done. That's right. Yeah. Um, how long did it take to you to get to this point? Cause obviously your system is really clear. Like let's go back to Steph when she was just starting out. Mm, like, what yeah. would you tell your younger self that was like in the infancy of working from home and navigating that change? To get organized. Mm-hmm. I would have told myself to get organized because being busy on the wrong things is, um, not only is it a waste of time more than time, it's energy. So that is something I wish that I had figured out. I mean, obviously hindsight, but I wish that I had figured out how to reverse engineer from the goal as opposed to just doing when, when even when doing, cause I was like full of gusto, like even when doing felt good. Mm-hmm. Cause, but then it's like, am I working on the right thing that's going to get me towards the bigger goal? Um, and then I've, I was working on so many different things, even though ultimately I arrived sort of where, where I was planning on arriving, but I think it was just, um, in not the most effective way. So right now I'm all about taking the most effective way time and energy wise towards my current goal. Um, and that puts me in, in tunnel vision mm-hmm. and it's very specific. Whereas before I was like, everything needs to happen, everything. And I was taking all kinds of things on. And yeah, I definitely, um, it was a, an energy draining mm-hmm. time. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. That is a great advice. That is great. I'm taking that to heart. Get organized. Uh, okay, so a couple a couple more questions. First, like, yeah. how would you define productivity? How would I, that's a good question. I don't think I've ever been asked that question, Britt. How would I define productivity? Um, see, I, I'm, I am hesitating here because how I define productivity for myself and how, what I would want other like how I would define it for other people. Cause I think I'm, a, I'm, I know that when I'm in flow, I know that when I'm happy and when I know that I, there's clarity that I'm a machine. And I say that in what I think is the best way ever. Um, because that's, what's built me in my business. That's what, um, puts me in a position to get to do what I love to do every day. And that's when, like when I'm on. Mm-hmm. So, Productivity for me is when I'm, is when I'm on, is when I'm clear, it's when I'm focused, is when I'm working and I'm happy and it's, it feels easy. It doesn't feel like a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't feel like a checklist. It just feels like I'm in flow. And anyone who's ever, um, whether it's done something creative or whether it's work or not, you know when you're just in it and you're just, you're on this high and things are just moving and, and moving and you're just getting it done and you're at your best. The productivity for me is, is that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's when I know it, I'm just a machine because I can be productive and it's a struggle because I have to be, and it doesn't feel good. So for me, it would have to be that, mm. you know, for me, productivity is when I feel like a machine and I don't want to say that for other people because that might, that it maybe feels a little bit, a little bit random, but that's what it is for me. I no. think. I get that. And I mean, it leads me to the next question because my, my show and my whole mission is about like, mm 
you know, our happiness is not a destination, right? It's like what you're mm. doing in the process and the journey. Mm. And I, what you just said really resonates with me because nothing feels better than saying what you're going to do, getting it done. And then at the end of the day, even though you know there's more work to be done, you did what you said you were going to do that day and it feels so good, right? Like yeah. when you go into that flow place. So, I mean, you kind of touched on it, but like productivity and happiness, like they kind of go hand in hand in a lot of ways. So what would you say the the biggest connection that you feel with productivity and happiness? So for me, when I'm, so I'm, you know, kind of reverse it. I'm, I would say I, my challenging times are where I feel I'm, I'm not as happy as I want to be are also my least productive times. And it's also when I'm not taking action and it's when I'm not clear. So when I'm overwhelmed or confused and just, I'm I'm not clear on what I'm doing or why I'm doing it. And then time is passing. That just goes, you know, there's the rabbit hole of, of, you know, being unproductive and, and then that affects my happiness. So, you know, the connection is, you know, step one, clarity, and then, and then action. And because there's clarity and action to me, that's productivity, which to me is happiness. Mm-hmm. I totally, I agree. It's like the days, I would that I, that. the days that I feel like meh are exactly mm. that, like not working on the right thing. And yeah, the distractions. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We're almost the time, but I, I do, I have one, two more questions. How do you manage distractions? Especially with using social so much for your business and working yeah. from home and having a cute little doggo that is <laughs> right now, but he's there somewhere. How do you he manage there? Um, I'm really mindful uh, with my with my energy and with my time. And this has come from this wasn't always something I've had to learn this the hard way. Um, I I have another phone that doesn't have social media on it. Um, I don't enjoy being on social all day. I don't enjoy. Um, being on uh, getting replying to notifications and being dialed in. I don't even enjoy being online. So for a lot of people, that's strange because I have an online business and everything is online. All my courses are on social media, but it's, it's my business. It's not my life. Um, so I separate, I have another phone that, um, when I'm, when I'm not in the office, when I'm not on my working scheduled hours, um, that's where I have my WhatsApp with my friends and my family. There's no Instagram, no Facebook. Um, that's just when I can, I just have the apps that I use for my life. So it's just kind of like my other personality. And I just have learned to um, shut it off. My team has the number if there's something urgent, which happens maybe once a month. Um, but I just feel really good energetically, like leaving that other phone in the office and say, okay, well, I'm done here, you know, and, and now I'm stepping into my other life, <laughs> my real life. Mm-hmm. So just being able to separate it that way, um, has helped me a lot. And, um, you learn people, people respect people that have boundaries. And I felt, I always felt like I wanted to be so available for everybody. Um, and then when you realize that that's, that's, it, it doesn't gain you more respect. It doesn't make you more productive. It just makes you angry. <laughs> it, it doesn't make you, it doesn't make you better. So when you, when you, um, so my clients and my team and everyone, um, I really enroll them in why I, I operate the way I operate. Um, I give them insight into my brain and, and how it gets overwhelmed and what I need and, and ask them in return, what do, what do you need and how do you operate and what works? So, so really taking the time to understand people, what they need and in return, um, knowing and trusting that they will 
do the same for you, I think it is really, really helpful. So um, everyone's personality is different. Uh, you know, for me, if I know I have my Tuesdays and my Thursdays to be uninterrupted and, and in my creative zone and no notifications, no nothing to, to create and to build and, and to, then I'm happy. Then I'll, you know, come at me on Mondays and Wednesdays and Friday mornings. So they know that about me. Um, so it, it's, it's setting those things in place, figuring out what you need, setting those things in place and holding yourself accountable to it and, and, and enrolling people in why. Mm. I love that. That's so true. I mean, boundaries and more, more now than ever with everybody transitioning to working at home for mm-hmm. however long this lasts for, um, boundaries will be key for happiness. And I think it's so true. It's like, you used to want to be available. And what if your boss needs you or what if your husband needs you or a friend? And it's like, then it, you're, then it forces you to task switch and then you lose focus and then you're out of flow. And, uh, then yeah, it can result in feeling really low. So I'm, I'm so glad that you brought that up. Um, my last question for you is what, if I surveyed your friends and family and, uh, your team, what would they say your superpower is? Um, making sense of what would be perceived as really complicated ideas. So I can mind map really, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a visual person. So if there's something to figure out that is even, I've never even seen before, I just, I'm a, I'm a self starter. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can just make sense of what a lot of people think are really complicated ideas and just kind of vision, vision map it in my mind, in my mind, in your mind. That is a super in my mind. Yeah. That so that's amazing. And I mean, it's true. You made the online world that is such a scary, overwhelming, weird place, like very mm-hmm. like understandable. So I experienced yeah, that. Yeah. That's my goal. It's Thank your you. Superpower. So you are fulfilling <laughs> your mission and your why. Um, so what is, I like to always leave at least like a little action step that someone could take Mm -hmm. um, is navigating this work from home life and they're struggling. What's something Mm -hmm. that you do today that will help navigate through this time? Yeah, I I would sit and and this is not the kind of work that you do once and it's done. I do this all the time, right? You sit down and and I like to go pen and paper because I find that when you're on the screens, you're looking at things, it's just a different energy. So go pen and paper and, 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 and write down like, what do you need? Right. And, and I'm talking actionably, like, well, how much time do you need each day to exercise? How much time do you need each day to, you know, for me, it's like walk the dog or for me, it's like, I need, I want to sit and have a coffee or, um, you respond to emails or do, what, how much time do you actually need for everything? And then when in the day do you feel best doing it? Right. So of course, you know, some people might have, you know, kids or other responsibilities and things that you have going on that you can't move around, put those things in there. And then around the things that you cannot move around, when is, when would be best for you to get those other things done? Um, You know, for example, I don't do well writing in the afternoon. I prefer to get that done in the morning. I don't, I don't really have it in me to start typing for some reason. It's a struggle to respond to an email um, at three o'clock that I could just bang out at seven o'clock in two seconds. So I, I, push, I move things around in my schedule where, um, they feel best once I kind of see where everything goes. And once you know that you have the time in your schedule for everything, it removes the pressure because if you get an email at, um, and I'm just using emails, for example, the same thing goes for any, any tasks or whatever. So even Instagram notifications, right. It's part of my job to respond and all that, but I have time aside to deal with all of that when I know, is a good time for me to deal with it. So, um, it's just 
you know, brain dumping everything that you need personally work, all of the above. Um, and then once you once it's, it's incredible that once you put everything into your schedule, how much time you actually have, mm -hmm. but when it's all on your mind all the time, it feels like you don't have enough time for it. But just knowing that there's a, a an allotted slot for that, it, it frees up that space. Oh, I love that you said that too. It's stress comes from the person, like our relationship with time and the perception mm -hmm. of time. So if you mm -hmm. you always think that you don't have enough time, they're always going to be stressed out. But if you can lay it all out and see it, it really does alleviate a lot of that stress and overwhelm. So hundred percent. Oh, thank you so much for your time. I loved this conversation. I had a lot of takeaways and I'm sure everyone listening is going to take away so much goodness. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Really. Thanks for having me, Brett. Where can people find you? Um, my website is stephaniejoanne.com. Okay, great. And what's your, what's your IG? Put that Steph up. with an F, Joanne. Perfect. I'll put that all in the show notes and we are good to go. Thank you again so much. Um, I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so grateful that I had a chance to interview Steph. She is incredible and I learned so much from her and I'm still learning every single day. So right now, if you're navigating this working from home and you don't use your calendar very much right now, this is the time to make that calendar your best friend. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be rigid. It needs to be a little bit flexible, knowing it's going to change. And you have this time to get to know yourself and know how much time it takes to do certain things in your day. So it's important that you schedule in your workouts, you schedule in those habits. If you want to meditate, if you want to journal, if you want to read, put it on your calendar because if it's not on your calendar right now, it's most likely not going to happen. I think that getting in the habit of just putting those things in there will make such a big impact on your happiness day to day. So if you're up for it, once you plan your week and you update your Google Calendar Outlook or um, iCal, take a picture tag me in it, tag Steph. I want to see it. And if you need a little bit of help or support, I got you. I'm going to put together a little video that helps with time blocking with helps with planning for your week. So send me a message if you want that. And I'd be so happy to do that. I have a coaching call again on Friday at noon, same place, same time. It's free. It's for you. If you need support, if you're overwhelmed, if you feel like you're going crazy, fear not because I got you. So make sure that you sign up for that. There's a link in the show notes and we're going to get through this day by day until next time. Love yourself, own your happiness and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it. My friend, I'll catch you next time.